No need to whine and shiny balloons up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza Podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. This is Rebecca Green for the Whiny Palooza podcast, and I am so super excited to have Wendy Pett here with me today. Wendy, thank you so much for being here with us. Oh, my goodness. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. We're going to have a good time. We're going to have so much fun, and I want to tell you, my husband has brought you up so many times, and you know I'm in June with the kids, which is like the craziest month ever, and he was like, I know this is like your busiest month ever, but you want to talk to Wendy, so get on it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Seth, for uh, pushing that. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so happy he, and he knows to remind me, and I think this is like one of his best referrals ever, so I'm so excited. Thank you. Um, But I want to tell everyone about you, because Wendy is so impressive, okay? For over two decades, she has been motivating people to make fitness and good nutrition part of their daily routine. She teaches the balance of mind, body, and spirit through her Visibly Fit Wellness Program. Wendy has a nationally syndicated television program that airs each week on the NRB Network, Life Table TV, WLCN and IBN television. It has aired for over nine years. Her television show also appears weekly on the Life Network for Women app. I need to go find this, Wendy. (laughs) For over eight years, she's been known as Coach Wendy on KTIS radio in the Twin Cities with her featured healthy tips segment segments. Wendy is also a featured columnist in Veg World magazine, The Christian View, Best Ever You, Refreshed, Vegan Lifestyle, and Diet.com. Wendy has two podcasts, Visibly Fit and Your Biggest Breakthrough with her husband, Todd. Wendy is a full-time business owner, a naturopathic doctor, wife, mother, author, speaker, TV host, advisory board member for Christian Women in Media, and part-time volunteer. Oh my goodness, Wendy. Her her business consists of whole food, plant-based wellness coaching, emotional healing, personal online training, fitness planning, educational and motivational speaking, and creating new product products, tools to assist clients along their wellness journey. After a major injury to her shoulder, she resorted to body weight resistance exercises for strength and healing and hasn't turned back to any other form of training since. She has helped countless others 
reach their fitness goals without ever compromising their joints, tendons, or ligaments, teaching that your body is your gym and instilling new diet habits that have shown to reverse multiple diseases and allow people to get off medications. To learn more, go to www.wendypet.com. Oh, Wendy, you are a wealth of knowledge. I hope that everyone listened to every word because that is a lot of really good stuff. And you kind of answered this at the end. I know more about this than other people because I told you I'm binging your podcast, but (laughs) tell everyone what inspired you to start Visibly Fit. Yeah, so I have always been a student of physical culture, even back in the day when um, I was teaching aerobics, you know, like when you wore headbands and leg warmers, like that kind of back in the day, Um, to corporations, and I used to uh, take dance and teach dance, and so I've always been a student of physical culture, but uh, 20 years ago, I was in a snowmobile accident. I grew up in Texas, but moved to Minnesota. I've been in Minnesota almost 25 years, and uh, was in a a, a wretched snowmobile accident Uh going 55 miles an hour and I was thrown through the sled and I hit a tree and uh, long story short uh, orthopedic surgeon wanted to have sur- do surgery on my shoulder to um, to help uh, the injury I tore a bunch of shoulder muscles and broke my clavicle and and other um, you know bruising and that kind of thing but I I'm a little stubborn and I knew that the exercises I was already uh, practicing and doing that they had some healing capabilities and so I just really upped my game on on the exercises and was actually able to rehab my shoulder in record time and the orthopedic surgeon was shocked so honestly the door has been open since then and I'm just grateful um, to be able to write books and TV and radio and all the things that honestly, um, you know, couldn't have happened had this quote unquote accident not occurred. I believe that there is, um, a divine appointments and God will turn things into our good and his glory. If we just, um, have a a good attitude and, and take it for what it is. And so that's what I decided to do was just, uh, follow the prompting and doors were open. And I'm just grateful that I can, um, be an example, um, in the, uh, healing your body naturally area, but also help women mainly because that's my my clientele is is women um, release weight and uh, release unhealthy emotions attached. And so that's what visibly fit is all about. And yes, you do use your body as your gym, but it's so much more. It's mind, body, spirit. Well, I'm so glad you're okay. That yes, is. Thank you. Me too. Oh <laughs> accident. I mean. Clearly. And so it, it was it only your shoulder? I hope it was only your shoulder. <laughs> yeah, it, it was. It was only maybe. Yeah, maybe uh, my husband might say something different, but no, <laughs> she's got a couple of screws loose in her head. No, um, it did. It hit my shoulder. So had it hit, had the tree hit an inch or two over, I might not be here today. But um, yeah, luckily it it really just injured my shoulder and was able to rehab that. But there are so many people that um, have undergone different injuries or um, they want to prevent from getting injured. And that's where visibly fit really comes in because it doesn't put stress on your joints, tendons, or ligaments and helps to build muscle around the injury. And uh, again, you're just using your body as your gym with visualized resistance because our mind is so powerful that we can Mm. actually create the weight in our hand without an actual weight being there. Wow. Uh, So figure that one. So no excuses, ladies, if you're listening. So you're not using, you're not lifting weights. You're using your body. 
using mind muscle connection. So I actually envision, imagine the weight in your hand. And if you're going to do a bicep curl, for instance, imagine that heavy weight in your hand and go ahead and curl that, that weight up to your shoulder and, and flex and tense that bicep and then slowly bring that imaginary weight down. You're working the bicep and tricep at the same time, and you're not going to ever, uh, have an opportunity for injury because you're not lifting heavy weights and, and it's not unnatural. And you're, I mean, not that weights are bad. I'm not, I'm not that, but I have been doing this for 20 years and it does work. But it, as we get more mature in age, uh, it helps to reduce, reduce that uh, stress on our joints whenever we're doing, you know, moving isometrics and isometrics in general. I'm already amazed. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> You, you know, your television show sounds amazing. Can you tell us like some of the topics that you cover on your television show? So everybody knows. Yeah. You know, it really just depends. I have different people on just like you do on your podcast. So it, it's definitely around mind, body, spirit. So sometimes it's, it's mindset. Sometimes it's, it's spiritual health and well-being, And then of course I'll share exercise or nutrition segments and that kind of thing. Uh, same is true on the visibly fit podcast. So um, I really want people to have an opportunity to um, have tools at their fingertips so that they can eliminate excuses and and really start to love themselves well again. And I think that that's part of the, the biggest issue that I've seen over the last 20 years of working with my clients is that there's a... Um, a friction, if you will, there's a, 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 they're not understanding, there's a disconnect of who they really are, and their self worth. And, and, you know, I, I'm a Jesus girl. So I, I go back to, you know, the commandment of, of love your neighbor as yourself. Well, how can we love our neighbor if we don't fully love ourselves? And what does that look like? And so um, I'm just on a mission to, to help uh, women get into um, the right mindset and uh, get them on the right trajectory of taking better care of themselves so that they feel good about themselves and they show up in a different capacity for uh, their family, for their community, and for what they um, are called to do in this world. I love that so much. And I'm thinking of my friend who is so good to me. She's so good to me and she's not good to herself. Mm. And I'm like, you deserve it just as much as I deserve it. So we yes. have to start with ourselves, right? Yes, yes. And I think as women, we're kind of wired, uh, the most of, most of us are wired to, you know, serve and give to everybody else. And then it's like, oh, at the end of the day, wow, I didn't even <laughs> acknowledge myself or give myself any time. And, and how is that really working for you is what I'd like to ask. Um, I know, you know, like, people end up just exhausted at the end of the day. And they're thinking, well, I'm just so depleted. I don't have time to even work out or I don't have the energy. Well, if you start to put yourself first and see it as selfless instead of selfish, then mm -hmm. it's going to change the way you show up as well. You, you're, you will have more energy and you'll have a better mindset. And so, yeah, you are worthy of taking that time for sure. I totally agree with you. Yeah. I was very intrigued. You call it next level living. Yeah. And can you tell us what that is? Because I want to know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Inquiring minds. Yes. Next, next level living is really for you to determine, right? Like, are you satisfied with, with how you are currently living? Are you in a place where, yeah, I'm, I'm doing really good. And it's not about being perfect because none of us are perfect. 
Um, and we, we want to show up in our very best capacity, but again, there's going to be flaws left and right, but, but it's, it's, am I living my best life right now? And if I'm not, then how can I level up? And is it, um, in our fitness? Is it in my nutrition? Is it in uh, my mindset? Is it my spiritual health and well-being? Where can I get to a next level so that, cause one kind of spills over into the other, as far as a category is concerned, we can't really compartmentalize our lives. Like we think we can, <laughs> it all spills over. And so, um, when we are on a mission to level up and have that next level of living experience, um, it does impact not just us, but it impacts those around us. It creates a ripple effect. And so, um, yeah, next level of living really does determine on you and where you're starting from, but we can always do better and get better. I love thinking of it as leveling up because yeah. we can all level up, right? Yeah. Every yeah, single right. one of us. Yes. You have this awesome acronym, REACH. Mm. I love it so much. Can you tell everyone about this acronym? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I came up with that because I feel like, first of all, we as women tend to always be striving and reaching and see it as um, sometimes a negative, but I want to look at it as a positive and break it down into an acronym uh, as far as REACH. Um, REACH, the R for REACH, First of all, the R stands for release. And I talk about releasing emotions attached to unhealthy weight because so often um, the women that I worked with have stuffed their emotions with food or, uh, you know, alcohol or drugs or over shopping or over, um, you know, all of it, no. comparisons, <laughs> all of it, all of it. Yeah. Um, over, you know, looking at social media, whatever. But they, they're, they're stuffing their emotions with something other than what the, th that will help them get over and through it. So we, we look at releasing because when we lose weight or when we lose, um, uh, a habit, we end up finding it again. So we really want to release the emotions that are yeah. attached to that habit. So sometimes it's just a neurological association. It might be something from your childhood that I'm okay. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go with coffee. Okay. Because a lot of people have this neurological association with coffee. Maybe it's the smell in the morning and it's that, that, um, that association of, of, you know, takes you back home, you know, it's that feel good place. And so you, you got to start asking yourself questions and unravel. Why do I do what I do? Mm -hmm. And is this the best thing for me, uh, in order to get to my next level of living? So, um, you know, why do I sit down, um, at the end of a day and have a glass of wine and I'm not picking on anybody here because, um, everybody, you know, has their own deal, but why do I do that? Well, maybe it's because I saw my parents do that. And that's like, uh, what I was taught that this is how you unwind when we really, maybe you could just go around the block and take a walk and that's a better choice to unwind. So anyway, I know this is whiny, uh, Palooza, so I'm not <laughs> knocking the wine, but I'm just saying, <laughs> are there other choices, right? But it's, it's understanding why you do what you do and then starting to release the emotions that are attached to that. Because a lot of times, even when, um, people are eating in an unhealthy fashion, it's either because they're sad, they're depressed, they're lonely, or maybe they're just social and they don't even realize that they're consuming as much food as they are because they're talking and they're just a part of the, the action. And then by the end of the night, they're like, Oh my gosh, I shouldn't have ate all that. Um, so it's just understanding you and why you do what you do and start to release the emotions that are attached to that. And then um, E is exercise. Exercise um, is a very important piece of the puzzle if we want to stay healthy and well. 
And exercise doesn't have to look like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to date myself here, but Richard Simmons kind of stuff, right? doesn't have to be get your sweat on crazy. It can, it can be. And if you're, if you're, you know, leveling up on that level, awesome. But it could just be going for a walk around the block. I had um, a gal call me. I'm going to share this story quick because I think it's powerful. She called me, and um, I live in Minnesota, so, you know, I mentioned that earlier. So it's super cold here, especially around Christmas and New Year's. And she called me one day, and she said, Wendy, I, I, I don't know what to do. And she's a young mom, has two kids. She's like, I'm so depressed. I can barely get out of bed and I just don't know what to do. My husband, he doesn't understand what I'm going through. I can't even pinpoint what's going on, but I can't get out of my pajamas. I can't even go to the grocery store. I'm just like stagnant, stuck, and I don't know what to do. Can you help me? And I said, well, I don't, I, I don't know if I can help you, but you can help yourself. And if you're willing to take this one little bit of advice, I believe it can help you tremendously. And she said, cool, I'll do whatever you want. And she said, um, what is it? And I said, well, um, I know you've got your pajamas on and I know it's dark because it gets dark at four o'clock and the winter's here. But um, well, now with the time change, it's all OK. Now we have that extra hour now that oh, <laughs> time hasn't uh, uh, no more spring forward, fall back anymore. But um, she said, yeah, I, I'll do whatever. And I said, well, I want you to put on your coat, your gloves, your hat, your your mittens, uh, you know, whatever your boots. And I want you just to go for a walk around the block. And she said, are, are you crazy? <laughs> and I said, no, I know it sounds a little weird, but just do yourself this favor, not do me a favor, but do yourself this favor and just get up and go for a walk. And after you get done with this walk, I want you to call me. She's like, okay. So she did it. She put on her coat and everything over her pajamas went for a walk in the dark. She came back, she's laughing and she's crying at the same time, Rebecca. It was amazing. This, this depression literally lifted off of her because when we move our body, when we start to exercise, then we have the release of those positive, healthy hormones, the dopamine and the serotonin release. And she's like, I, I can't believe it was that simple. So sometimes we stay stuck because we're not moving. Yeah, we stay locked into a an emotion or a state because we're not moving out of it. And sometimes you just need to get up and go. So um, that's R and E. So release and exercise. And and if you want to hop in anytime, go for it. I um, love this. <laughs> um, a is affirm, and so um, we want to have affirming words. Mm -hmm. Life and death is in the power of the tongue, right? And so um, when we are not choosing to speak life over our life. And if we're like, I can't, and I suck, and I never, you know, I'll never have, or, you know, I'm just born this way and all the things that go through our head, or I'm, I'm, you know, I just, I could never do that, or I could never look like that, whatever it is, those words are not going to get you to your next level of living. You've got to change your vocabulary. And because again, words speak life or death. They have done, um, science experiments over plants like a healthy plant two healthy plants and one was spoken life words over and one was spoken just mean negative horrible oh. music was was playing and just all kinds of stuff and that plant actually died compared to the plant that was given wow. life-giving words and nurtured in such beautiful ways and so we we operate in the same way. I mean, words have vibrational uh, tones, right? And they affect us at the cellular level vibrationally. And so how are you speaking to yourself? We need some affirmations. We need positive affirmations and it takes practice. Okay. Yeah. Especially if you're used to always being negative and that tape is always playing in your mind. Yeah. 
Yes. This is, this is my focus right here. You got it. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I love it. Well, it is, it's mindset, right? It's everything. It's everything the it same. Yes, it is. Yes. It is. And then, um, uh, the C in reach R E A C C is choose. So how are you choosing today to level up in your health? Because we actually have more control than most of us realize. A lot of times we think, well, I was at this event and they didn't even, they didn't have healthy food. Well, okay. Well, could you have chosen to eat before you went? Or could you have chosen not to eat at that event and, you know, eat when you get home or anyway, we have choices and those choices every day take us closer to where we desire to be or further away. And so it's choosing, it's choosing your best health uh, in every situation. And it's even choosing how you uh, respond to other people, right? With that emotional and that mindset, uh, uh, that reactionary um, maybe programming that we've been used to all these years, but it's like, oop, stop, that, that was a trigger, but how am yes. I going to choose to respond <laughs> in this moment, right? <laughs> so good, that's really good stuff. <laughs> And then the last one is H. So R-E-A-C-H, to reach for your next level of living. H, it's all about the heart. And so where is your heart? And and how is it? Because um, if your heart is in kind of that, it's, it's kind of that same with the mindset. Heart and head is really connected. If your heart is in a hateful place or bitter and just always seeing the world as icky and gross and people as is not good people, you're just going to live in that space as opposed to, you know, having a, a, a heart, almost a little, being a little naive, if you will, in a childlike faith, I guess, because you're going to see um, people in a different perspective and you're going to start to see people as God sees them, not as, as we people see other people. And that's what we want. We really want to give people the benefit of the doubt and love them where they are. And again, that really starts with you. And um, a lot of times we need to love ourselves better again, so we can love others better. And health and wellness really starts with the F word. And I know that might perk up some ears. Um, but it does, it starts with the F word. And that F word is forgiveness. Oh, that's not what I thought you were gonna say. I know, I know that figured that would perk up some ears. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. My mind is blown. So it's yeah. forgiveness. That's where it starts. Forgiveness. It does because so often we are projected upon or people have done something horrible to us or, or whatever we have the choice. So this goes back to the choose part. We have the choice to forgive those people because hurt people hurt people. Right. And it, it doesn't mean we've um, have to forget it, but we can certainly forgive them. It's like a get out of jail free card in a way. Once we forgive that person, they no longer have that stronghold on us or that, that um, situation circumstance doesn't own us. And it doesn't keep us hiding under shame and guilt and, and all the things that are, are also common when things have been done to us or said to us. But also, this is important, we have to forgive ourselves. And that's a huge piece of the of the puzzle, if you will. Once we forgive ourselves and come into a place of, wow, okay, you were not responsible for that situation, or I forgive you for not showing up in the way that you deserve to show up to be healthy, whole, and complete, or I forgive you, uh, you know, myself uh, for not, um, you know, I guess, whatever the situation is, just not 
n- not eating well or, or for, for really not treating your body so well for so many years? Is, is that forgiveness? And then that will start to unlock the path that you really do desire to be on because then you're not going to have that shackle and chain behind you of, of unforgiveness. Oh, how about that? That did you just is, hear that fairy sound? I did, and we needed that fairy <laughs> sound with those words you just said. Those were some powerful words. <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious. My my pen hit that little button, but that's funny. What you're calling Let's do that again. It's all about the F word, forgiveness. Here we go, forgiveness. <laughs> that's green. I need that sound on my computer. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I want to back you up to the R yeah. because, um, I mean, I relate to every single letter, but mm. every single woman understands that we need to release unhealthy emotions to release unhealthy weight. Maybe they yeah. don't understand that, but I know that that is huge with women. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, an example, as you were talking, I am so busy. I'm trying to keep up with my children and I, I heard myself thinking, do I have any chocolate in the midst, in the midst of the chaos last night? Yeah. Oh, darn it. I don't have any chocolate. So you see how the chaos led me to chocolate. So can we talk, can we talk about unhealthy emotions and the need to release them to release the unhealthy weight? Yes. And I'm just going to give a little (laughs) side note on that chocolate. Usually when we crave chocolate, it's usually a sign that we are deficient in magnesium. So just a little. (laughs) So we need to give our body what it's really asking for, not what we quote unquote think we're craving. So interesting. Yeah. But so often, Rebecca, you're right. There is that neurological association of I'm busy, I'm overwhelmed. And ooh, this chocolate just makes me feel good right now. (laughs) But right. But in the end does it really make you feel good no No. because then you have that self-talk of oh you know what I shouldn't have had that and here we go again and and why why do I constantly do this and so you you know there's that there's that tape that plays in 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 people's heads when they continually do something that they know might not be the best solution in that situation so it's just a wiring in the brain like you're we're, we've got those why you know neurons that wire and fire in our brain and they've created grooves in our mind of those habits and so that's just a habitual response that you're used to going to chocolate when you're busy and overwhelmed and you're not the only one right like that's a big one for women especially um but it's like we have to be like oop stop stop the bus and how do i sever those neurons in the brain and create new um, uh, linkages, if you will, of those neurons to create a new habit. And that means there's going to be a little friction in the beginning. It's going to be difficult. It's not going to feel good. And it's like, oh, the more I did it, the more it feels good. And then, and then it starts to create a, a new pathway in the brain. And then that becomes your response instead of the chocolate. So it could be like, all right, Rebecca, if this happens again, 20, 20 jumping jacks, you know what I mean? I was just going to ask you for an example. So yeah. you read my mind. Yeah, okay. Good. So like okay. something like that, or again, a walk around the block or, um, do some punch outs or, you know, something for 60 seconds. So something that is going to create a shift and override that old habit. Mm. But, you know, so often, um, um, women are locked into, um, issues with body image. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I know that that's one of the reasons you originally um, wanted to have me on. 
And I talk a lot about this because men and women deal with body dysmorphia issues or body distortion issues, right? And it's almost the, the opposite, if you ever saw Shallow Hal, the movie, it's, it's almost the opposite um, issue. It's like they're never satisfied. No matter what they see in the mirror, they, they see all the flaws always, yeah. right? Yeah. And again, that, that goes back to that, that F word and starting with the inner healing so that that will um, manifest itself outward. And that's what we want. We want to heal ourselves inwardly and release those unhealthy, toxic emotions, unhealthy, toxic um, um, self-talk, and to start practicing new ways of thinking and new ways of, of walking out our life so that it starts to manifest on the outside as well. But it starts from the inside and works its way out because it's so common, especially with everything that is being thrown at us, like social media or just where, wherever you know people are seeing and comparing but man, it just starts with loving ourselves well and seeing ourselves through the eyes of our creator. And then we start to love ourselves well. That is beautiful. I, I literally was directing myself towards that question. So it's like you're following <laughs> along where I want to go. Good. I'm tracking with you, sister. I'm you're tracking. We're, we're so on track here. <laughs> well, and it goes to me, okay, and my work on my body image and then how I affect my children. Yeah. So can we, can we talk about us influencing ourselves better and then influencing our children better? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> you know, here's the deal. Um, more is caught than taught. Mm, okay. Good one. We can teach and tell our kids, um, you know, a million times over, but if we're not doing ourselves, are they really going to take us really seriously? Right? Like if I were to say, all right, my son, his name is Keegan. Um, you got to make your bed. Of course, he's almost 22 and I hope he makes his bed by now. But anyway, uh, <laughs> he's in the military, so I know he does. But wow. yeah, he's in the Space Force, which is super cool. Oh my goodness. Um, but if I were to always say, make your bed, and yet I left my bed unmade all the time, then how is he really going to take me seriously and abide by that rule? I mean, he would because he'd be living under my roof or whatever as a, as a young you know, young kid and young adult, but it's, it's hard. I mean, it'd be like, if I were telling my clients to do a certain thing and I didn't do it myself, right now, again, nobody's perfect. We understand you're going to have a day maybe that you're not going to make your bed. Maybe it's a day you're <laughs> ill or, you know, just whatever. I'm just saying more is caught than taught. So if you're always preaching to them something and you're not doing it yourself, then they're probably not going to be uh, it's probably not going to be a sticky for them. That's really good. So yeah. we work on ourselves yes. and they catch it from us. Exactly. And again, it's not about perfectionism, right? Because we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves like, oh gosh, I'm ruining my kids because I can't get a grip on myself. No, that's not, that's not true. But the truth is, is that children do want to see their parents thrive. They do want us to have a life and to see how we are operating in our next level of living so that they can eventually live in that space too. So um, to be that model, that role model, um, shouldn't put pressure on ourselves, but it should be a good driving force of, of kind of our why. Why yes. do we des desire and also deserve to be in our next level of living in our health and wellness. And, and again, our, our kids, a lot of times are our big why. 
hundred percent. And yeah. and you touched on something so important because when I talk to myself about being a good influence, sometimes it can feel like pressure. And if I change my thought to no, 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 they're inspiring me. I yes. feel so much better than yes. when I'm like, I have to do this for them. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's definitely doing it for you first, right? Um, but they, they will reap the benefit of you taking care of you. But yeah, we can put a lot of pressure on ourselves as moms, as women, and um, that's not healthy. At all. Not at all. And I know I'm talking to you way too long, but we have to talk. Oh, I about, love this. <laughs> I, I'm like, oh my gosh, I could go on and on. Can you tell us about mind, body, spirit? Because you talk about that a lot. Can you touch on each and how they're connected? Because I know that's super important. Yeah. So, you know, our, our mindset is, is everything. So if we are, are speaking again, death over ourselves, so to speak, or uh, we'll stay in a rut and we won't um, move our body. We will, we will, it, it's just, again, it's all intertwined. And spiritually speaking, um, it, you know, I, I think so often, like, uh, I think First Timothy, Second uh, Timothy 1, 7, for God did not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and, and self-discipline. And I think if we really understood that and understand that we have the mind of Christ and understand that if we start to rise up and, and, and step into that authority, so to speak, then we will operate at a different level. And so mindset is so key and it takes practice. It takes practice speaking life over our life, but our, our body follows. Sometimes, just like I gave the example of Sheila walking around the block, sometimes it takes our body to step out first and then our mind follows. So you gotta know where you are, but either way, you've gotta uh, recalibrate, so to speak. And our, our spiritual part is, is intertwined because it's really the, the foundation of it all. And if you know who you are um, and, and you understand that you are worthy of taking good care of yourself because it's an act of worship, if you will. Uh, it's, it's an act of being able to respond to our, our creator in a way that's loving and saying, thank you. Thank you for this gift of this body that you've given me. I will serve it well and, and take care of it because you've gifted it to me. And so it's, it's, it's another way to uh, say thank you uh, to our creator. So anyway, th those three are definitely uh, intertwined. Well, and you said we are all worthy. Yes. And it touched my heart in such a way because a, a lot of the women listening probably don't feel that way. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. And I hope that they can take, they can leave this interview feeling more worthy Amen. because we all are. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We, we are point. Rebecca. I mean, I, I think it's going back to knowing who we are, knowing that we're created in our creator's image. And I mean, just the thought of that is like mind blowing, right? Like we are all thought of before the world was even created. Like like we all have a purpose and a plan and, and to, to, to rise up and to settle into that and say, wow, I am so loved and I am worthy is, is a beautiful thing to settle on and to believe that, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. I hope everyone can feel a little more worthy today. That is, yes. that is my goal every day for these women mm -hmm. and for us, for you and I. But um, I want to talk about healthy choices more consistently because, you know, this morning, I'm going to throw this at you. Yeah. I was like, okay, I went for my walk. What are you going to have? 
and I, and I made a protein shake. So that was a good choice. Absolutely. I do not always make good choices. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. How, you know, I know you're going to bring the mind into this, but help us out. How do we make more consistent, healthy choices? Well, you have to um, have a plan. Mm. You have to have a plan and you have to have um, the discipline, but you also need the accountability. Uh, a lot of times we we can set out for the day, like you just started, the day starts good. And then at the end of the day, you're like, oh man, you know, it all went to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> um, so it, it, it happens, but if you have accountability and a plan and you prepare for your week, then you're less apt to choose unhealthy choices, right? So if you uh, prep and plan for your week, for instance, you have all your salads made, you have a couple meals made, um, you're not going to look in the refrigerator and go, hmm, I'm hungry. What looks good? And yet is the, the thing that looks good isn't the thing that's going to serve your body best. And so if you already have those things in place of like, and make it super simple, then you just grab it um, out of the refrigerator or the freezer, and then you warm it up and boom, you've got your meal as opposed to thinking last minute about it. Cause when you think last minute, you usually have unhealthy choices and as busy, overwhelmed people, it can be last minute. Like I just need to grab something fast, but grabbing something fast is going to be detrimental. And I'll also say that, um, I, I say this a lot that moderation kills momentum. Ooh. So, oh. Speak on that. Yeah, I know. I know. Snap. Um, Wow. So most people say, oh, everything in moderation. But here's the deal. (laughs) If you are one that that little bite of whatever is going to send you down the abyss of, of, you know, down that spiral of eating more of that unhealthy item, then don't eat it. Don't even take a bite. Like, you know yourself better than anybody. And I mean, I say moderation kills momentum. I mean, obviously, none of us are perfect. And you know, if you're doing more of a 90-10 rule, awesome. Um, A lot of people say 80-20, but I'm gonna bump that up to next level living 90-10, baby, 90-10. So because we can do it, you can do it. But if you know your, your kryptonite, so to speak, don't even go near it. Just don't. Because that, that, you know, one chip is going to lead you to the whole bag. So just don't even buy them. I know my, my husband is always like, if you don't bring it in the house, nobody eats it. He says that all the time. (laughs) He says that all the time. (laughs) Well, he is correct because it's not there, right? So you can't eat it. I didn't have, I didn't have any chocolate to eat last night. And I was like, oh, healthy Rebecca went to the store. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, now, now here's something, Rebecca. Now, if, if healthy Rebecca, um, uh, is always going to the store, that's awesome. But if, if Rebecca chocolate, Rebecca is going to the store, maybe you wanted to use like Instacart. So groceries are delivered and you're not tempted. I mean, I'm just saying there's always no, a, a solution, right? It's a good idea. Yeah. I'm also fascinated by the magnesium yeah. point that you made. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to look into that because I am definitely a chocolate lover, but, um, because yeah, most people are actually, uh, deficient in certain vitamins and minerals and they're reaching for the wrong things. And so they end up being in a toxic hunger state as opposed to actually giving their body what it deserves and what it really needs to, to function at its optimal level. Um, I I think the biggest thing is I just want to share that, um, uh, you are, 
if you're listening, you, you are worthy and you are fearfully and wonderfully made. And if you are on the fence of, I, I need to do something, I, 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 now is my time, then I do have some options for you. Go to wendypet.com or go to getvisiblyfit.com and let's talk. Let's, let's get this going. Let's, I have a seven-week program and people are getting off blood pressure meds, cholesterol medication, reversing type 2 diabetes. I had one gal that had endometriosis for 12 years, horrible debilitating pain, and she was told she couldn't have children. She now has a six-month-old baby and she no longer is in pain. So life-changing stuff can happen when you have the right plan and when you have the right um, accountability and, and coach to help you there. So um, if you're ready, let me know. But thank you so much for having me on your show. It's been awesome. Oh my gosh, it's been amazing talking to you. I'm so happy that we connected and we will most definitely talk again. Oh yes, I can't <laughs> wait. And by the way, I know y'all listening uh, agree with me, but I have to just say this. Rebecca has the most amazing smile and the most amazing infectious laugh. And I just love you dearly. I don't even know you fully, but just hearing your laugh just makes me laugh. So thank you. Oh my gosh, you are so sweet. You're going to make me cry over here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. It's been such a pleasure. And this is Rebecca Green reminding everyone to spend every day laughing, learning, and loving. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.